Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello, uh, this is just before before we start the episode of, Absolutely. Uh, of two in the think tank. Um, just just a bit of business, a bit of business. Uh, just do some business to take care of. What is the of. business about, Andy? The business is about uh, about watches, Alistair. When was the last time you did something good for your wrist? Oh, uh, just recently. I rubbed some moisturizer in it. Well, all right. How but, recently? But because <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> okay, because right now. While you're doing that, yeah. you've still got a free hand. You can go into mvmt.com slash think tank. Yes. And you can uh, you can support two in the think tank by supporting Movement Watchers who support the podcast. Movement Watchers do something good for your wrist. Wait, aren't they great luxury watches for a, for a fraction of the price? <laughs> Alistair, we must be talking about the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm talking about uh, just two guys who <laughs> wanted to wear stylish watches, just two uni guys, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they were broke. They couldn't afford the $400, $500 that you'd pay in a... Uh, are you talking about these same guys? Couldn't afford the $400, well, start- 500 you'd pay in a department store? Uh, I'm starting to realize it's the same thing because uh, I- I've seen watches, uh, luxury watches go up to as, as high as $16,000 a watch. Wow. But these ones, I think, start at $95. They start at $95. <laughs> and uh, we're offering you a 15% uh, discount when you go to mvmt.com forward slash think tank. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's great that we're on the same page, you and I. Well, while, while, we're, while we're plugging things, I just wanted to say, you know what you should listen to, Andy? What should I listen to, Alistair? Uh, internet celebrity Beck Petraeus and my my other friend uh, Jack <laughs> Drews have a uh, have a podcast called Friendship Mates. Internet celebrity Beck Petraeus and IRL nobody Jack Drews <laughs> who have who have a really uh, fantastic uh, podcast. They've both been guests on this podcast. Yes, and you know what's really great about them? Uh, everything. Yeah, that. But specifically, when you double book. Your podcast and their podcast, and by that I mean you don't book your podcast at all in the recording booth that we're currently yeah. in. They let you have their slot. This is really Because nice. they're really good people. That's where the friendship comes in. Yeah, and the mateship. Friendship mates. We'll put a link to that down below. There'll be a link to Movement Watches. It's time to start the... Barbecue shapes. Barbecue shapes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I am Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to us and uh, you know, being a part of the whole uh, mm-hmm. this podcast fiasco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I think I don't know if it, I don't think this podcast is a problem. Yes. But I also don't think it's a solution. <laughs> I just think that it's something that's happening in your life and it's a choice that you made and just thanks for making that choice. Yes, you um you, you, you were presented a lot of with a lot of options. Almost every day, a myriad, you know, and Absolutely. and we're aware that every time you make a choice, it creates an, a a branch in a timeline, mm. and you go down an entirely different trouser leg of time, trouser leg, and the universe branches into more and more multiverses. The universe and, is a pants store. Yes, where Thank all the you. pants are slotted into each other's each other's pants. Pant each legs. pant leg leads to another pant leg, mm-hmm. as if designed for an alien species, where instead of having a foot. At the end of their leg, they have another two legs. 
That's perfect. And so on and so forth. Oh my god, but imagine they 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 join up to another creature's crotch. Oh. Like that. And so they're okay. all connected in a web. Yeah. It's a web of of species. None of there's no head. Well, I li- you know, cuz like when you see a movie like Avatar, yes. right? And you know, the the message is oh, they're all connected, you know, cuz they've all share some sort of spirit yeah. thing. I think, you know, that's a bit of a cop-out. I reckon if James Cameron had any balls, he would have made them connected by the fact that each person's leg connects to another person's crotch. It was sickening in the way that he tried to inject spirituality in there and then not make it just some kind of leg web. A leg web. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess the creatures could uh, could all have heads if they were all bending over. So if it was all people sort of sort of bending over at right angles, yes, and but then, then the, the foot goes up the ass. Well, I guess it would come down your ass My cheek. Foot up your ass. Their their leg would kind of come would kind of meld into your ass cheek as it became a leg. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, that's that, that's beautiful. And then do you have two legs going in? Like, do, does each cheek meld with the leg of another? Yeah, creature? yeah, of another creature's. So pop, maybe your parents? Is that your parents have their <laughs> have their legs? Attached, so I get um, at most you can have two kids. Yes, I guess it's like China now. I think China they 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 they, they ease the one child rule. I imagine they didn't go, hey, have as many kids as you want. Have two. Have two. <laughs> Don't push your luck. Um, I uh, I think this is an interesting alien species, Alistair. Do you think there's a sketch in it? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. I think I think uh, like. You know, there's 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 the option of like James Cameron pitching his movie Avatar, and you know the message at the end is that they're all connected, and and they and the, and you know the person that he's he's in the that he's pitching it to. Not that I picture that James Cameron has to pitch things to people anymore. Oh, I feel he, like he can write his own checks. I don't know. No, you know, look, he's he's not made of money. He still has to convince somebody who has some money. Yes. You know, and he has to have some kind of... Because James Cameron might walk in there sometimes. Look, we don't know his history. Yeah. He might walk in there sometimes and he goes, how about this? It's a turd on a skateboard. (laughs) Like that. And they go, no, James, this one we can't do. That's true. Behind every great filmmaker Mm. is an executive with a filter. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He he doesn't let... You know, he's a filter. The kind of filter that stops a turd on a skateboard... Getting through exactly, and like a leg. So 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 Cameron is pitching this, yeah, right. And uh, and at the, he says, you know, and the message is. Uh, by the way, I haven't seen Avatar. So if this isn't what Avatar is, and they're not all connected in some way, I apologize. No, no, for I, like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they're, they're, all like all yeah, they're all connected. Yeah, they're all connected somewhere through some like yeah. you know white light kind of spirituality thing. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Andy, Andy, you definitely read that synopsis, right? I, I'm pretty sure I read that synopsis on Wikipedia. It's basically yeah. it's basically Fern Gully, Fern Gully. meets mm. uh, the Fast and the Furious, the original one in oh. space. <laughs> in space, that is basically exactly what it is. So that's the first third of his pitch, right? Mm. And the second two thirds is him talking about how a foot, each one, each alien has a foot going into their yeah. So he basically cheek. he he describes all of Avatar, yes. But then he talks about how they're all connected. Yep. Included, they're even connected to this tree. Yep. This fucking tree. But all the people's legs in the end lead back to the root system of this tree. Mm-hmm. And so maybe everybody's in a sphere around the tree. Wow. In an actual biodome. Because um, this is the problem with your most biodomes. Yes. Is that the dome itself... The dome itself, not is, bio. It's not bio at it's all. It's very often mechanical. Yeah. Non-living. Uh, plastic. Plastic. Uh, glass. Iron, iron. Aluminium. Bolts. 
belt. Uh, air. There's some air in there. You can't help get that in there. <laughs> Germs. It's more of a mechanical dome, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, it's weird that you're calling it a biodome when really the dome is the least bio thing of the thing. It's more like a bio area. Under a dome. Under dome. Look, um, can, can I, I'll just write also, down... Also, it's not a full... Wait, no, it is a dome. I was going to say it's not a full What's dome, his name? But Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. Cameron Crowe. Is his name? What's his name? <laughs> James Cameron. James Cameron. James Cameron. Russell Crowe. Team up. No, uh, yeah, and then at the end, yes, everything's connected, and the executive says, oh, spirituality, I love it. And he's like, no, physically connected. They all have a foot going into somebody else's ass. (laughs) And uh, look, I don't know where it goes from there. I guess maybe the executive tries to talk him down. And uh, and he wins them over because he created Titanic. I, I like I like that first he's got an an exec who's way on board. Yeah, <laughs> he thinks this is great, and he's like, visually, you think you can achieve this? You think you can make it work? <laughs> oh, he, the, he the the ass the ass foot thing. Yeah, and he's wow. like, and 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 James Cameron is like, uh, yes, I think absolutely we can make it work. And he's like, okay, well. <sighs> My, you know, like my my, I'm gonna put my career on the line <laughs> there's a, for this. There's a lot of writing on this, um, you know, because uh, I tell you that if I get this wrong, the higher ups, I'll have their foot up my foot up my ass, and you know, not in a good way, not in a spiritual connection way, not in the kind of avatar way that you're yeah. pitching, which I love, which I love, by the way, yeah. <laughs> but but then maybe it makes it all the way to the uh, to the test screenings, the audience test screenings, and then they get really bad results back from that. And then they've got to. That's why Avatar costs so much money to make. Is because they had to yeah. go through frame by frame. <laughs> I don't know why they had to do it frame by frame. <laughs> that's what's crazy <laughs> about it. Is that they had to get rotoscope. They had to go head, people's hands, cell. scrape off the ass to foot connections, <laughs> and paint in white light and sort of. Spirited, <laughs> and even with the sound as well, they had to do it per frame by hand. By hand, it was all analog. Yeah, which is to... the craziest way to make Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they had to make models as well to make that work. But that's James Cameron that's for you, James Cameron or Cameron Crow or Russell Crow, whichever one. Yeah, well, in a way, all those names are connected. I came up with something equally as stupid whilst walking. Here, oh yeah, right. So there's a guy, he's walking past a store. It's called Pen Store Shop. Like that. And the guy goes, That's so stupid. This person that's a what's that thing where you you know that, that That's uh, a tautology. Tautology. Where you gotta go, this guy's put a tautology, he looks in and he sees that the guy's foreign in there. He goes, Oh, this guy English isn't his first language. And he's put in the thing and he goes, I'll just go in and just just in case he doesn't know. He can scrape off one of the one of the words like that, and he goes in, and the guy goes, "Hello, do you want to buy a pen store?" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "What?" <laughs> he goes, "This was not a good idea for me getting into this pen store business, selling pen stores." And so he thought he was an idiot, but then he realizes he's an even bigger idiot. <laughs> Is that a sketch? But it's good that in the end, his idiocy is not at all connected to his English as a second language status. Absolutely not. You no, heard no. his accent. It, it was very, he was actually very, very good. Very well spoken. Yeah. The man's just a fool. No, no. He, he's not a fool. He, I guess he was led astray maybe by his business course. He was, he was told to dream big. Yeah, right. 
You know, you want to be higher up the pyramid, okay? You don't. The money's not in selling pens. No, it's in selling pen stores. Yeah, but uh, obviously the the problem is that once you you have a shop front, the kind the only pen stores that you can get in there mm. are um are very small. That's true. Right? And then a lot of people will come in and they'll just try and test the pen store. They'll take the lid off and it'll dry out. Yeah, that's and the then, problem. You know. If 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 a pen store kind of loses its moisture, mm. it's it's kind of just unpleasant to be in there. Then you, it's just you, yep. some dryness, and a bunch of pens, and it's, <laughs> it's and it's hard to sell. It's really hard to sell. It's just not. It's not an environment that's that's con- conducive to to convincing people to invest in uh, sort of in uh, what else. Uh, Pens? No, well, I wasn't going to say use the word pens. I was going to use the word that we use. Stationary? Stationary. Yeah. Even though there's no, no other type of stationary in there other than the pens. But I felt like not using the same word. But I couldn't remember the word. What about this? Okay, a guy goes into a pen store. Okay. Right? He's, he's, it's, like all, it so it's all exclusively So it's just pens. a normal pen just store. Just a normal pen store, right? What's it called? Uh, it's called Pen Store. Pen Store. That's it. That's it. Okay, great. Pen Store, that's it. Pen okay. store, that's it. Um, and because that's all they have, just pens, right? I he like that buys about it, them. Get, get, tries out a few pens. He finds one that's real beautiful, soft, you know, smooth flowing ink, right? Oh, he's like, oh, nice. this is the pen for me. He takes it up to the counter. One of those gel inks? Gel. You know, they uh, really glide. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a gel. It's a gel, but it's like a long-lasting gel. Doesn't doesn't Because a lot of, lot of gels, they that gel runs down real quick. Yeah, I think that's, right? a, that's this one, the problem with this, gel. They've done something to it. It seems to last really long time, long right? It's like a kilometrico in there, you know? Whoa. Yeah, crazy. Don't know what that means. But... Oh, well. <laughs> All right, and then he, he goes up to the, the guy behind the counter. He says, I'd like to buy this pen. And the man's like, yeah, sure, sure. And he's like, oh, can I get a receipt? And the man's like, okay, no problem. And then when he sees him writing out the receipt, the guy's got a pencil behind the counter. Ooh. And it just throws him off. And he's like, I'm sorry. What's... What's what, um, this is pencil? You don't sell any pencils in here, and like what, you're using a pencil behind mm. the behind the counter there. And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, look, I'm just not a, really a, a, a pen, pen guy. guy. I don't really, you know, yeah. I bust on you and stuff." And so, do you think that that guy would lose his mojo want to buy that pen? Yeah, I think it sort of throws him off. Yeah, you think that's a sketch. Oh, it's close. <laughs> I think it's close. I mean, it's almost there. Um, like, like, okay. He, the guy doesn't just straight up say that I don't trust pens. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think there's got to be he's got to try and obfuscate in some ways. Like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah, no, don't. Um, it's a uh, just, just I, 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 I don't know where this came from. I just uh, don't. Yeah, don't worry about it. And then he goes, yeah. look, 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 okay, forget it. I'll, I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll, I won't even use the pen. And then he uses a typewriter. I won't even use the the pencil. Yeah. yeah, the pencil. I want to use it. He starts making him up a thing. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to do it by hand? It's like, uh, Some, well, I, you know, uh, uh, so, I'm sorry. Uh, that was, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, my mind was wandering. Yeah. Um, I'll use a pen. No, no. How about this? Then he pricks his finger <laughs> and he starts writing out the receipt with his In finger. Blood, his bloodstained blood. finger. Yeah. yeah. Well, the finger isn't blood stained. It's well, the source it after, of blood after the after the blood's come out. It's yeah, but blood the, stained. But the the receipt is blood stained. That's also blood stained. 
See, look, I, I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to, t- I'm f- trying to find a way in which it kind of crosses any lines or it, um, yeah, it does anything of any interest whatsoever. Well, else. I, guess, I see what you're trying no, no, to no, do. But, okay, like, like, but I can't like help I'm trying to find other scenarios like this. Mm. Like, like, okay, let's say it's, you go into a fish and chip shop and they're eating a, like a healthy salad sandwich. Yeah. Or yeah. you go into uh, like a shoe store uh-huh, and uh-huh. the guy's barefoot. barefoot. Or, or you go into let's say like like a store that sells Our all doctors. those animal heads. Yep. You know, like from people that people have Taxidermy. hunted. Taxidermy. And the guy is just wearing someone else's skin. <laughs> a, a man, a human man's skin. He's wearing a man's skin. I, I mean, I like what you where you where you're taking. I'm, this. I'm just trying to think. No, no, of no, like, absolutely. You're trying to turn it into something. I think. Yeah, I think I think it's it's not enough. There is it. Like, there's something no. missing. No, what no, what, what do you think right. it's missing? Like, um. Well, I mean, what is comedy really? Well, it's something missing. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a. So often, it's a flaw. Yeah. Well, then this could be the perfect sketch. Oh, so the okay, <laughs> it's so entirely the, flawed. So okay, this so sketch is about you. <laughs> no, wait. A guy goes into a sketch store, and then the guy who's writing out this uh, this receipt yeah. doesn't have a punchline, right? Oh my god! Wait, yeah. you know what? You know, I've just discovered. Look, I mean, if you know an example, and I don't. Just you and interject, but I don't think I've ever seen a good pen store sketch because I tried to come up with my pen store sketch before. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, you H- tried to come I up am. with your pen store sketch. You Look, came, you came in, fantastic. you thought you were young, you're sort of young upstart, thinking you could sort of, you know, take on these this pen sketch formula. Like, Look, I've I've come up with a few sketch ideas in my day. I'm not gonna yeah. have any problem. You came up, you thought, fuck. Once you got deep into it, once you had your el- you're up to your elbows in that pen sketch, pen store sketch, you realize it wasn't as easy as it looks, right? All right. What about this? Yeah. Right? The guy goes to write out the receipt. Of right. It. So it's a pen sketch, pen it's store pen sketch. sketch. Same setup. Okay. Right? Yeah. Guy's found a pen, and the other guy, the guy behind the counter, goes behind the, to write out write out the receipt. Mm. Right. Pen's dead. Right. He's like, sorry, not a problem. Throws it in the bin. Reaches under the counter, pulls out another pen. That's also dead, right? <gasps> and then, like, he's like, he's he's just a little thrown, right? And then he's yeah. like, sorry. <laughs> what are the chances that that would happen twice, right? He he reaches under, he pulls out a, a, like a huge tub, right? Unopened tub of new pens, right? Yeah. Dumps them all out onto the counter, grabs a pen from the Scribbles. middle of this tub of new pens. <sighs> doesn't work right they go all the way around the pen shop use every single pen yeah right every single one doesn't work so like a montage you think yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a montage maybe we're cutting back we're cutting away we're cutting back okay and uh and then and then that just at the end they're just like a huge pile of pens behind him right yeah the guy who's buying the pen the guy's still ruined. standing there. Yeah. All right. He's he's got he's got the pen he wants to buy. The, the guy can't write out the receipt because no other pens in the shop want, are, are are working. Yeah. So the guy who's buying the pen, he says, the guy behind the counter, he borrows that pen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah. It all pays off. Oh no, really... Andy. <laughs> Oh, I mean, look, that was close to something. That was close to something. I mean, it, it almost, I guess, so it either works or it doesn't work, or a third thing. Right, okay, no, what he does is he, he says, he finds a pencil, right? Yeah. He finds a pencil, he finds one pencil, right, at the end. He's like, 
do you mind if I use this? Okay. Right? Maybe the guy who's buying the pen has a pencil. He borrows the pencil off him. He says, do you mind if I use this? Right? He puts it in his ear. No. Right? And slams his head down on the counter. <laughs> kills himself. How's that? <laughs> Did you see where that was going? <laughs> no, but how about that? Um, how about, look, I think instead... Instead of the pencil, you don't need to add an extra pencil. It's an all-pen thing. He just grabs, like it's this nervous moment where he grabs the pen mm. from the last pen. He borrows the pen that the guy's borrowing, buying. Yep. And then he goes to write out the receipt. He goes to try it to see yeah. if this is the one that works. And he just shoves it in his nose and then he hits himself and, and then you know on the counter and then he kills himself. I mean... That's great. If could we somehow reveal at the end that that pen worked? Like, is there some way? Yeah. Like, because he's killed himself, right? The police are there. Yeah. Right. They have they're, to write. They're out. writing out the incident report. They're like cause of death, pen. And the guy's trying to write it down. The, the constable's trying to write it down. Pen doesn't work. He pulls the pen out of the dead guy's nose. nose wipes a bit right? of brain off of wipes it. Wipes a bit of brain off. Writes it down. Oh, that's got good flow. Oh, <laughs> great flow. All right. All right, that's horrible. Yeah, but I think that's technically a sketch, right? Yeah. Um, wow. You know, and and a lot of people said it couldn't be done. Well, right? I remember actually while you were talking, I was thinking about something. Yeah. Um, not that well, I that's the the alternative uh, uh, name for this podcast. Here's what I was thinking about while, while you, you were, were talking. talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I don't want to go on about pen shops anymore, but I thought if. I think the audience wants to hear more. Well, if the audience is begging for it. Um, if it was a pen store shop mm-hmm. and then they didn't have any pens, he was like, oh, no, we just sell pen stores. <laughs> you know. so, so none of these pen stores that he's selling have any inventory? They don't come with any Well, pen. it wouldn't make sense for him to have the inventory in there. Right. Then he know? might as well just have a pen store. Yeah. He's not, he's not in the, pens, the pen business. He's selling That's the suckers. Yeah, he's selling like shelving and sort of little con- mm-hmm. little content, you know, pen holders and uh, bits of paper that people can scribble on. Anyway, Andy, I'm not going to go on about pen stores anymore. I think we've heard goddamn enough. Just about enough. Um, uh, so uh, outside of that, um, yes, Alistair. Uh, you know, uh, I, uh, I I did a gig, and uh, and I realized uh, comedy is hard. Did you have a a bad gig or did you? Well, I ended up having to argue with somebody at the front. Well, mostly because it was like it was it's a tough it was a tough room. Just yeah. Then. Uh, you know there was but it was a, the front row of people. We, like we were happy for there to be anybody there, right? Always are. And they were and they were overexcited in terms of uh, in terms of how much they wanted to uh, talk to the crowd. You mean you talk to the comedian? Uh, talk to the comedians. Mm. Or did and you have a? A crowd of comedians on stage. It was mostly a crowd. That of... already upsets the dynamic that's I... already been established in comedy. We should just follow the regular mm. system mm. of doing comedy, but we didn't. We had a crowd of comedians upstairs. Upstairs. It was also upstairs, <laughs> and the audience was downstairs. <laughs> anyway, I was on stage. The lady uh, and and I was doing some bits, and people would just yell out what they thought I was going to say, and things like that. Oh and then, wow! And then I did a bit where I talk about. Um, for legal reasons, adopting my girlfriend. Yes. Uh, instead of marrying her to get the same kind of legal rights as rights, a married couple. Rights as a ma- married yep. couple. And 
And then some girl was like, but that would, wouldn't that be incest? And I go, would it? And she go, yeah, I think it'd be incest. I go, do you think so? And then she was like, yeah, because then you'd be married. She'd be your daughter and then you'd be fucking her. And I go, oh, is that right? Do you think that it would be really fucked up? Do you think that maybe that's the reason why I'm talking about this? <laughs> if any, it'd be weird for me to be talking about something that is just normal up here. So did you get to the bottom of it? Did you work out? What, if it would be weird and if that was the reason you were talking about it? In the end, we decided that it was weird and that it was the reason I was talking oh, about well, it. Well, it's great that you had that conversation then, Alistair, because it's through co- you know conversations like this that we get to the bottom of unresolved things. Yeah. I, d- I reckon that you know you probably didn't have a good idea yourself in your mind of exactly what it was you were talking about until you, you had that chance to really hash it out in a back and forth, you know? Yeah. It's the dialogues of Plato, you know. It's not the monologues of Plato. This is how we approach the truth, is through argument and discussion. I wonder whether Plato would have had as much success if he had just had the monologues of Plato (laughs) and not put Socrates in there and things like that, who seemed to be a bigger name than him. Yeah, you're right. It's but but I think I I think like you know a lot of. a lot of it is Plato's ideas, right? Isn't it? It's just that he's putting it. He's using these these characters mm. as a way to get those things out there. It's like the original sitcom, really. You know, he's the original sitcom was Plato's Plato. The dialogues di- of Plato. Well, maybe. I mean, I think there were people at the time that were writing comedies, and instead of Aristophanes, instead of laugh breaks, yeah. they would just have moments of revelatory bliss breaks. Oh, yeah, where people were kind of like, yeah. oh. Yeah, and of course, a lot of people in the audience they didn't realise that there was really like people there actually having revelatory bliss. They assumed it was just canned revelatory bliss that they put in in the edit. Yeah, that but, would be but a no. problem. Well, exactly. I mean, obviously, they've got warm-up philosophers there who kind of get the crowd ready. You know, get them in the zone to totally transcend their, mm. you know, their uh, ego and that. So sort is of this thing. kind of like a, it's like a version of like uh, Gogglebox? Right, but it's set in ancient Greece. Yes, before sitcoms. And so yes. it's a bunch of people. Uh, it's just families sitting there watching, or like couples, or whatever, or yep. just two dudes. Yep, maybe two women. I sure, think that, that's okay these days. Whatever the right. female version of dudes is. Yeah, uh, dudesses or dudettes. I, I think mean, it was dudettes, but I feel like that's a term guys came up with. No, that's true. I would like to know what dudettes want to be called. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I'm cool. Do the rulies. Anyway, if you're a woman, you can pick whatever you want to be called. Yeah. And it if doesn't even man, have to start with dude, you know? No, oh, well. <laughs> no? I don't know if you can just give people as much freedom. Too much freedom is crazy. That's true. Yeah. Um, so it's Gogglebox, Ancient Greece. Yes. And then it's people commenting on Plato's dialogues that's yep. playing on TV for some mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. But it's like a stone TV. So it's kind of yeah. like it's okay. like it's kind of a bit stone tablet TV. It's a bit grainy. Yeah, but you can still see the flecks of granite in the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it's it, it looks. I guess we've we've technically in order to film it, we've technically projected something onto to a stone TV or maybe something that looks like stone. We'll get people in the art department to figure it out. Usually, probably they could do it with foam to make it look like stone. Foam looks foam stone. Yeah, foam stone. A lot of, but. You know, a lot, a lot of the time you can cheat the rules with, with sketches like this and literally just have someone in a toga sitting on a couch watching television. Yeah. And people people look at the toga and they go, that's ancient Greece. They don't look at the couch and think that's a bit of a modern couch. I know, but you can make it out of the stone couch. 
No, but no, but I'm I'm saying I don't think you need it because people just look at the toga. I know, but how do they know that it's not a toga party? How do you know it's not just set at uni? Because we have a uni we have captions. We have a little thing that comes out like a typewriter going, tick, 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 and it, it says, says ancient Greece. Yeah. What, what and you then people three, are like, three typewriters, three, ancient Greece. Ancient, come on. I'm confused. Uh, okay, sure. I'll try and suspend disbelief. Maybe we cut out to other people who are watching that goggle box, uh, that ancient Greek goggle box, and who are talking about this exact issue. Anyway, yes. Dialogues of Plato. Dialogue, so, dialogal box, it's pe- called. Dialogal box? <laughs> dialogal box. All right, I'll write it down. Dialogal. <laughs> and they, they reckon that the moments of revelatory... They're discussing the fact that they think the moments of revelatory bliss are put in, are put in later. And then, but then also there's like some, there's some older who goes... One guy's going like, I reckon that Socrates corrupting the youth. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's some youth, like he's like the kid of the guy. So yeah. they go, I don't know, Dad. I reckon he's got some good ideas, I, eh? I think he's right on. Yeah, I think that conversation is a good way to get to truth. You're just a square, Dad. Why don't you go back to the quarry, you fuckhead? Sorry, not a square. You would have said, you're just a quadrangle, Dad. You think back in those days they didn't have squares? They just had... No, I just used long words for everything. You know? Well, what do you think about this tablet that they found that said that the Babylonians yeah. had come up with trigonometry like a thousand years earlier than Pythagoras? And so the Pythagorean theorem had been figured it's out. It's actually the Babylonian. It's a Babylonian theorem. We don't know which Babylonian. But, I mean, that's that changes everything. Pythagoras yeah. is just some guy who's just... You know, he's like he's, using somebody else's gear. He's a... Um, he might have found a tablet. There would have been more of those tablets around back in those days. He's a plagiarist. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He's a, he's, a, he's a theorem thief. He's a theorem thief. Nothing makes me angrier than theorem thieves. Really? Yeah. Not even like infanticide? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but you know what doesn't make me angry? What? Movement watches. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Movement watches. You know, they're stylish. They're minimalist design. I've got one on. You're wearing one right now. I love I love the large face on it, Andy. And it's got a large face. It's very easy to see the hands. It's, there. And it's got a, a beautiful leather band. Leather band. You went with the gold. I went with a gold watch. Because you're a mad dog. I believe is the is the, is the, that's that term is actually now in the dictionary of uh, diagnostic psychology. You know, you're a mad dog. You know, my girlfriend saw me with that gold watch. She said, "You're probably going to get mugged now." <laughs> and I said, "You know what? I think what you mean is I'm probably more likely to get compliments from muggers." Wow. Because I've been getting compliments from regular people, and a mugger <laughs> is just a regular people a per- per- person mugging. Really, mugging is the ultimate form of flattery. You know, people say it's imitation, but I no, reckon... No, no. Mugging. Mugging. 
You know? Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. And is an imitation in a way a form of mugging? Of muggery. It's a form of muggery. <laughs> um, movement Watchers, you know, if you go to mvmt.com forward slash think tank, you get 15 pence off. 15 off. <laughs> 15 pence. 15 pence in the old money. And a shilling or two. Oh, if you come on down to mvmt.com slash think tank, 15 pence off. Ye olde online shoppy. Yeah. Um, yeah, 15% off, uh, plus free shipping and free returns on a uh, stylish minimalist watch. But if you don't like minimalist, they got some maximalist. Maximalist. Maximalist <laughs> watches there too. You like a busy watch. Mm-hmm. That works. That looks good. There's stuff going on. Mine's got three little extra watchy ha- faces things on it. I haven't yet worked out what they do. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to finding out. That's because movement watches are a lot like The Simpsons. Yes. The more you watch it. Yes. The more you see. The more you get out of it. The more you get out of it. You know? Exactly. Movement watches. Now, my family, we've just nailed the watch to the wall of the living room. We sit around watching it instead of the television. That's actually... A great idea. Yeah, thank you. Um, I guess it's it's hard to th- think about what will replace the television one day, you know, like or or you know, like the computer screen that we mm. currently have. Mm. Uh, you're okay with me moving on? No, absolutely. I'm I'm really okay with you moving great. on. Right. You know, so because because is is it ever going to go beyond uh, just looking at something and watching the story? Uh, you know, I I know smellovision <laughs> is gone. I don't think we're going to go to smellovision. And we we've we've already talked about nine D cinemas. Yeah, nine D cinemas. Know, what is the fifth one? It's somebody pinching your ankles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifth <laughs> D is somebody <laughs> pinching your legs. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but like, how are we going to get? Like, uh, this is my problem with entertainment. Well, it's it's hugely limited by the fact that it is still. As much as any as anything in your mm-hmm. life, a waste of my time. Right, because because it's limited by our limitations. Right, you like you really you're yeah. asking when are they going to invent a television that not a, that not three D television? When are they going to invent you know five six D television where I can experience higher planes of existence? Right, because because seeing things, hearing things, yeah, I've done that before. I've done it all. I've been there. Seeing, hearing, L- looking. Yes. Oh, that's also seeing. <laughs> uh, listening. Ah, oh, that's hearing. Okay. <laughs> Touching. I have. Okay. If if they made a TV that yes. you could touch, mm-hmm. already that's that's way better, but that's still not fixing my problem. I need a, t- a TV that makes you immortal. That's the first thing that has to happen, <laughs> right? Because I still feel like all that entertainment is, mm. is TV, is, is, is a waste of your time that yeah. convinces you that it's not a waste of your time. Okay. And, and more importantly, yeah. the time that it's wasting is time in a finite lifespan. That's right. right? Now, if you went along to uh to to a TV shop, right? And mm-hmm. they said, "Okay, so we've got this one here. This one's 4K, yeah, higher resolution than actually the human eye can detect." Wow. Right? Um and uh it's uh immersive totally immersive surround sound and uh it's it's wirelessly connected to the internet. You can stream anything you want, right? Oh, that's great. So that's fantastic. It's mm. the highest end television that we've got. This one, uh it's only 3K, not quite as good resolution. 
But um, the benefit that this one does have, this one's quite good. Actually, it's quite interesting because while you're watching the other television, your life is still ticking away. Yeah, right. But this one actually does uh, gives you immortality. So okay. you don't have to feel bad about wasting time watching television. So the television you're watching isn't as good. Yeah. Like you can't, it's not as, not as high quality, but you don't ever have to feel bad. Right. And how much is the first one? Okay, the first one is fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, right. How much is the second one? It's two dollars eighty. Four K, you say? Four K, though. I mean, I and do... the screen is curved as well. The, wait, the first one or the second one? The because... first one, the screen is curved, so it's just like that little bit more realistic. Is that real? Is that make it more real? Realistic? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It... I mean, it makes it more realistic if you're sitting in exactly the right position. <laughs> if you're sitting like even a couple of millimeters to the left, it makes it really unpleasant to watch, <laughs> and it makes you look like an idiot for having a curved television. I have to say, four K though. Four K, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the immortality thing is a good is a good sell, but I don't know about the four K. Is the, is there something in that? Do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. absolutely. Uh, three. I don't know why I'm writing three K. I think I think it's two people. It's a couple, right? Shopping for a television, and I think the dynamic of the person who who is really tempted by the four K versus the person who's like, but but this one does make us immortal, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But like, you know, but but you know, that that level of detail. What's the refresh rate like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's only thirty frames. And he's and, and thirty FPS. And she's like oh. and she's like, I just think we should go for the four K when he goes like you all you watch is how to lose a guy in ten days over and over again. You don't need that good a uh, like quality of a, an image mm. for that movie. Mm. I think we should take the mortality. It's cheaper. You see, you're right? always trying to save money, okay? Why can't and, we have something nice? And then, the, like, the sales guys go, look, I've had... We, we have a lot of customers that say that they feel that watching entertainment mm. uh, consumes a lot of their lives and that uh, they wish they could be able to spend more time with their families mm-hmm. and, uh, and that, you know, sort of like, the, you know, the clock wasn't mm-hmm. constantly ticking on the, on, on the end of their life. And so they, that's why they kind of prefer mm-hmm. the immortality. But then some people do love the 4K. The 4K. You know, they do love to get the sort of super HD. Honey, uh, I just this. think that the 4K, you know, if we get the 3K, sure, the immortality is great. But, like, we're going to have an infinity of time to, like, be mm. disappointed by the fact that we could have had 4K. Do you they? Know? Like, f- you know, if it was 3K and then you die, I don't know, in five years' time, then you'd be at, like, well... The quality's bad, but at least we'll die soon. Yeah, that's right? true. But if it's the quality's bad and we're stuck with this forever, okay, plus the, you know, mm. but this, this 4K, well, the, you know, that's just a, a normal life just with slightly higher resolution. Sorry to ask this, but do you have one that has immortality and is 4K? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got one no. just over here. <laughs> I was thinking, he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, uh, actually... There is one coming up, but it probably won't be released until next month. You know, uh, next we month. We really want to <laughs> get it now. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll just take. We're the here 4K. in the shop. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's taken us so much effort to leave the couch. We'll just take the four K. Whatever. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. All right. Well, that's something. Um, I think. Uh, yep. 
I mean, I think it's interesting that you made the 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 female in that sketch the person who wanted the 4K. Yeah. Would yeah. you say that they were the stupid one in the sketch, Al? Uh, well, I think that it's actually, in terms of my, what I've, I've observed... Yes. Um, I, I don't know that many women who give a shit about TV resolution. <laughs> so I oh, feel so like... really it was quite, there's a quite de- progressive that you were... Representing a female who cares about high quality TV. I don't see it as progressive. I just see it as, as just, you know what? There's no rules. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's even more progressive. So well done. Yeah, I just think that that um, any people can just like anything. (laughs) You know, I could I could imagine a person who's neither male nor female, nor transgender, nor. Uh, intersex. Wow. As being really into paragliding, for example, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's really interesting. It's such a they're, rare they're, person. They're, they can't be defined, right? Yeah. And that doesn't define them. That doesn't define them. Paragliding they they defi- like a- <laughs> para- defines them. <laughs> you know, they're not they're not defined by their sex or gender. They're defined. Uh, by the way that they soar through the air. Through the air, <laughs> defying God's will. Defying God's will. And, and uh, looking down on the rest of us like ants. Yeah, literally. Sure, sure. The, and, and the way in which they are more free than literally any person has ever been before. Yeah. Or uh, maybe ever will be again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be great to soar. I used to really want to do hang gliding. Yeah. And then I found out about the possibility of it going wrong and I lost interest. Yeah, I think that it's the possibility of going wrong that makes paragliding kind of seem more dangerous mm. than mm. it's like um uh I would love it if I could fly through the air mm-hmm. without power. Yes. So sort of I'm I'm just a I'm 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 just a, like a like a victim to the air currents. Oh, you're just wafting. I'm you're just like wafting. a little little spider attached to a, a gossamer thread. I, I believe so. I don't know what gossamer thread is. Well, it's it's a really good word, is what it is. Yeah. Um, did you say I was a gosling? Yeah, it could be a gosling. Is that oh, so? You said like I'm a currents. baby. I'm a baby goose. Baby goose on some there. thread. So I'm on like somebody's. I'm so somebody's slave goose. You're a slave goose, Alistair. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're being anyway. force fed so that your liver expands so that a, a French person can eat it as foie gras. Here's, here's, like, I watch this, you know, I don't know how much YouTube you watch. Do you watch a lot of YouTube? Yeah, probably about seven or eight YouTube. Yeah, seven or eight hours a day? Just just on the YouTube scale. Okay, just seven or eight. Yeah. I came across a video the other day. It was a guy. So it's not paragliding. It's where you have a fan on your back and a parachute. Right, but you take off from the ground. Okay, wow. I can't remember what those ones are called. Well, I didn't even know this was a thing. So this is I'm yeah. on a steep learning curve. You got a here, fan Alistair. on your back. You got a parachute, and then you just can take off from the ground. You can run on a field, and sort of the 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 the, the parachute kind of lifts above you, and then suddenly you use that as a source of energy to just push your anyway. You take off into the sky. Into the sky, and you you're form. steering yourself, and the parachute's lifting you up. Yeah. And yeah, what's yeah. powering your, your fan? Is and it a petrol motor? I think it could be a petrol motor. Ah, wow. Yeah, yeah, I think. I and mean, then if something goes wrong, well, then you're just paragliding. Then you're just paragliding. That's fine. But it's great. Not, it's not paragliding with the triangle. Are you thinking, do you paraglide with the parachute or with the triangle? With the parachute. 
What's the triangle? That's hang gliding. Hang gliding. I was thinking about hang gliding. This whole time you've been talking about hang gliding? Yeah, but you know. Oh, shit. I think maybe I, th- I consider... Can paragli- start the podcast again? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, maybe. <laughs> Do you think Beck and Jack will be okay to wait longer? <laughs> um, I think maybe I think of hang gliding more as... Because in a paragliding, you are hanging more. You're right. And definitely gliding. <laughs> yeah. Right? And... And with a with a hang glider, you're kind of holding on to a bar, mm. and you've got your legs in a bag. Yeah, and you're parallel to the ground, right? So or, you're very much para gliding. Well, I don't know about that. I think there's there's a lot of up and down. Oh, right. Depends on parallel to I what. I guess I was you're always. You. I, th- I guess you're always parallel to something, but that's probably the most profound thing that you've ever said. Yeah, thank you. We're all parallel to something, We're man. We're all parallel to something. There's <laughs> always something that you never, ever meet. Um, no, but my... Sorry, I, I realize now that the hang gliding is what you're you're trying to help, and I realize... Anyway, but, but what I was going to say is that your legs are in a bag, sort of like your legs are useless, like you're paraplegic. <laughs> well, well, it really would have been a help if I'd have helped you avoid saying that. Yeah. But... <laughs> See, what's interesting yeah. is that, like, that kind of a definitional debate, right? Do you think that, that, that like, is there some sketch in people trying to have that definitional debate, like, while they're in the air? Okay. Right, like, like, like people are paragliding. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, surely this is more hang gliding than paragliding. Right, so you've got people strapped together in a, yeah. in a student trainer scenario, yeah. right? You Tandem paragliding. Mm-hmm. And the this is, this is another sketch that's going to end in people dying. Isn't yes, it? And they get a pencil out, right? <laughs> and the guy just starts poking holes in his in his sail. Um, I don't know. I was just wondering is it is there something in that and people fighting over whether or not it should be paragliding? Well, or we're not gliding. really hanging; we're holding on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure, if we were sort of hung gliding, there's this hung gliding as well. That would be the possibility. Is that that's where you we're just. Sh- Tied on with your neck. <laughs> Tied on with your neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything in that. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe. I mean, look, you know where there isn't enough sketches set? Under a paragliding. Yeah, sh- in the sky. S- yeah. You know what comedy's real limitation to this point has been? These, this, this surly grip of gravity. To, it, to use a phrase that Jack, I've heard Jack Drews from uh, Friendship Mates use. Surly grip of gravity. Yeah, the surly grip. Gravity's surly grip. Oh, right? There's uh, there's a part of me that wants to get the word gravel in there. Sure. <laughs> Just because I think if it would fit, surly grip of gravity as you launch towards gravel. Anyway, it doesn't quite work. Hmm. Um, but but, but gra- you know, comedy has... As so far, it's been very much a terrestrial activity, right? I, I think, first of all, I don't know what the idea is yet. Takes the skies. But, but it's, a, it's a web series that's set entirely in the sky whilst hang gliding. That's fucking good. Yeah? That's so Because good. all, this is the problem. Is it? So there's a lot of web series. It's a big, big yes. thing right now. Yes. Most of them set on the ground, as you were saying, terrestrial. Yes. And here's a, I've already got our tagline, tag yep. right? The best comedy not on Earth. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's good. I mean, I I don't like things referring to themselves as comedy, but the best. But if but that's usually things that don't have as good a tagline. as Thank that. you. Yeah. <laughs> so we some we were real. We got through that. 
Okay. So the uh, uh, so I guess you know this is your classic web series. It's about people that are paragliding classic. and the characters that they meet along <laughs> the way. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> it's uh. So you go up there. What kind of people are up in the sky while you're up there? Because you would meet at least some people. First of all, there's the people that were on the ground with you. Some of them will be up there. Do you think it's called hanging, or Ooh. just hanging? Maybe is the series gliding. Gliding. What about angly? Oh, that's that sounds like angly. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? You can't say hand gl- hang glider without saying angly. Or at least writing angly. <laughs> anyway, I'm just Alistair, I'm just looking you, up for you've ang- discovered something there. That's I'm brilliant. just I'm just looking out for Angley's career. Uh, anyway, I know we've already promoted no, movement yeah, what, watches what, and sh- uh, friendship mates, but Angley, Angley, what a great director! But really, you, what you if you write Hanglider, you've written Angley. It's not Angley, is it? I mean, I don't. I had to be pedant. A pedant. Yeah, yeah, I know you. Well, you don't seem to hate to be a pedant. You, you are, you are one almost every day. I relish it. Yeah, you <laughs> relish it. You not only relish it. Wow. You, Alistair, the way you corrected me on my pedantry, <laughs> I really respect that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Thanks, thanks very much. Um, I think I think a, a hang gliding sitcom. Yeah, is a is a great idea. I for know, a but, sketch. Okay, but I think if we're gonna write this down mm-hmm. as an idea, we need at least the first step. Okay, so um. I don't think at any point we're in we're on the ground. Maybe, yeah, no, 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 no. It's it's like it's like the bird. What people used to think of the bird of paradise, right? Mm-hmm. That it lives its entire life on the wing, right? Even mating and sleeping, it sleeps on the wing. <laughs> Does it all on the wing? Turns out that's not true. They just have really small feet, and uh, they do land for a lot of very crucial things. Right. But people used to think that they spent their whole lives on the wing. So wait, what about? What wait? Okay, what's a bird of paradise? A bird of paradise is a type of bird. So it's like an albatross. Well, I, I guess in that it is a type of bird. It's like an albatross, Alistair. I mean, it's not unlike an albatross. No, but I mean, like, like an albatross spends a long time in the sure, air. Sure, sure. So, I mean, and, and, and it kind of, like, locks its arms in and just glides all the time. Yeah. Is that what, like, a bird of paradise well, does? I think I think saying that they have arms already indicates that you're just not qualified to be making any assessments about birds whatsoever. Uh, and uh, I think you would find that wings are just a form of arm. Okay. Or do you think that they're legs? Is this what you're telling me? You're telling me you're coming here on my own podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Telling so, me wait. that a bird that a bird's wing no, no, is no, a no, leg. I love this. I love this. I'm so happy you brought this up, right? Because what you're telling me yeah. is that a horse, its front two legs. You're telling me those legs are arms. No, no. You're telling me they're wings. Are you? No. You're telling me that a horse, its front two legs are wings. Well, I would be okay with that. If my arms are my arms wings. A little bit. They're wing like. Well, that's just because of a fl- an excess skin issue that yeah. I have, and I'm dealing with it. I'm very sensitive about. Andy, you have very loose pit skin, <laughs> and the way that you've got found a way to use to stop it, it to from, glide from, from, from branch to branch <laughs> in the Amazonian from, jungle indicates that I'm the next step in the evolution of lizards. I understand, Andy. Andy, you've spoken to me about this in private. And I'm sorry to reveal it to everybody. Whilst we're, while we're, whilst we're promoting movement watches and friendship mates, that, and angly, that, 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 <laughs> that I'm also promoting your long armpit skin that dangles sometimes beyond the bottom of your t-shirt, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you have to staple it to your arm. Well, what I do actually is I take my movement watch and I actually put it up around.
around my <laughs> around my bicep that allows mm-hmm. me to strap. And that's the thing about movement watches. You can use them to strap your excess arm skin. Armpit skin. Armpit skin back into like a, an acceptable place on your Or body. you can... T- and they're minimalist can, and stylish. You can let it grow... 15% off mvmt.com. You can let it grow tank. free and then you can have a series of MVMT watches all the along way your down. arm yes. and just strap it all the way down like that. And like, each have one set to a different time zone. Yeah. Okay. And, like, and then you'll have all that excess skin out of the way like a flying squirrel who's ashamed of being a flying squirrel. And wishes it was just a regular squirrel. Yeah. The, the gift of flight, more like the curse, he says to himself. Oh, well, that would be as great. As he straps his arms up every morning. By the way, that would be a great part of our, 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 our show, Glyden. Yeah, talk about the curse of flight. Uh, we'll know that one of the people who's, that they meet up sta- in, in mm-hmm. not space, but yes. they would never make it to space. I no, don't no, think no. they would ever well, reach Well, maybe in like or, season or... seven or something, yeah. where we like really run out of when ideas. We run out of ideas, so then probably near the end of season one. Okay. <laughs> The other start I mean, of episode one. We're talking about one. when we're going to run out of ideas. Uh, we haven't been able to come up with ep one. Well, so. they really flew over the shark in that episode. Yeah. So I think that All probably shark. there's going to be a guy who has he's... a squirrel suit, but he's nude. Wow. He's a nude guy. Maybe he's wearing a sort of a sumo mm-hmm. sort of crotch wear mm-hmm. just to cover the penis. Because I don't know if we're going to be able to share that on Facebook. <laughs> Right. And that's where most of the views are these that's days. That's where most of the views are these days because they're automatic. They that's start playing. Past. You only have to get 15 seconds in for it to count as a view. Exactly. Um, so, so, he, there's, so that's one of the characters. I He's thought you were going to say that there's a character who's cursed to always keep flying. Right. Yeah, I think right. that's quite interesting. Even if we don't actually meet that character, it's certainly like an urban legend in the hang gliding community. Yeah. He's like a guy who's cursed to never land, and he's up there just in the currents. Maybe that could be our main character. Oh, wow. He, he just he can't, he can't get a break. Do we reveal that? Like, like I think we introduce the concept of that there is such a person, mm. right? And then we reveal at the end that it's been our main character yeah, all along. Right. And that he's had to sort of pee. He's heard these rumors about this person. Oh, but that it's and him. And he discovers that it's oh, him. He doesn't know. How does he not know? He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he must. Uh, no, must but well, I mean, part of the curse is, is is some kind of self delusion, obviously, right? Like he, that you, or, or you even, think you love hang gliding. Yeah, yeah, and you know, he we're just seeing interactions, right? We don't really see his inner thoughts. Maybe he doesn't reveal that to us. We see him talking to other people who talk about this person. Mm. This this is great because I think it's the it's the. It's the old Superman sort of green screen laying on a block kind of flying thing <laughs> that doesn't really get used much anymore. We still have that technology. That technology's That's around. just lying in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah. Well, you, you could be lying in a warehouse somewhere, somewhere getting filmed. Yeah. And then in front of a green screen, you could be lying in a, in a warehouse anywhere. Yeah. That's the power of the green screen. And um, I think that this is our sketches for today, Andy. Yeah, Alistair... I'm going to take us through it. I'd like you to take me through them. All right. Well, we have James Cameron's avatar pitch. I know we we, we do the sort of the movie pitch thing every now and again. But, but, I mean, this is taking us to a new place where we're actually going to get to see where he's pitching avatar to an executive, a single executive. And it's basically avatar as it is. Or he could be in a relationship. I don't don't mind. Yeah, great. He might be in a relationship. And then he, uh, he says that they're all connected. Yep. And you would think like a spirit, like it is in the final movie, but it's actually it's their it's people's. Foot to cheek. It's foot to ass. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, 
uh, it's a pen shop that has n- no pens that work, right? And then the guy, he's just trying to write out the receipt for a guy that is buying a pen. And he's just trying to, f- just, I don't even know why. You don't even need to sign the receipt. Well, sometimes you do. Yeah, you when, to, if, if the machine's broken. Yeah, yeah. Right, so you got to do one by the hand The machine's on that broken pen. through the, yeah. like, it just needs to get him to sign the thing. Anyway, there's only one pen left. And it's the one the guy's holding, and the guy uses it to kill himself. <laughs> and then the police come in, they test the pen, and it's working. And it actually works, so yeah. they didn't screw it's got the a beautiful guy. Beautiful flow. It's nice to know that the guy didn't get screwed. <laughs> I think in the end, you know, you want to leave the audience feeling good. Um, ancient Greece goggle box. It's called dialogue box, uh, and it, and it's people talking about you know they're just watching the sort of Plato's dialogues. Do you think I can call the episode dialogue box, or will That's, that alienate people? Uh, let's just do it, Andy. Great. I know that when we have a weirder named episode, people seem to download it less. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what? I don't know if that's a that's necessarily. Do we want to be listened more? Well, we don't want to live in fear, so yeah. I think we'll just call it that and be done with it. Yeah, and then we got the three K television that gives you immortality versus the four K television. <laughs> Costs the, a lot more. Yeah, it's four K, but it's slightly 4K. curved. Yeah, <laughs> slightly curved, <laughs> which a lot of people would say is a bad thing. Yeah, most of the feedback we get is that people hate that. Yeah, and then we have our our, like our web series called Gliden, which is a web series set in the air, uh, and it's potentially about a guy who can never land. He's essentially the bird of paradise uh, as it exists in the minds of people who don't know that much about the bird of paradise. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. And that is today's... Uh, Pizza barbecue, 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 chicken crimpies. Crimpies, love them. So uh, thanks thank you for so much listening for listening. To the we, uh, we we really do appreciate it. We're part of the Planet Broadcasting Network, um, and uh, and they have a whole lot of great podcasts. I'll tell you one that isn't on the Planet Broadcasting Network is Friendship Mates, and you should really give it a listen. Yeah. I think they're outside right now. We should let them in to record their episode. Yeah. But you know which one you should listen to is the Weekly Planet. They're weekly a great Planet's podcast. A fantastic podcast. I was listening to it today while I was doing the washing up, and I had a bloody great time. I always have gags. a great time, whether or not do or whether on. I am. We love those to guys. It. Do go on. Do go on. Do go on. Whoa. Um, and then and we're also on Twitter, Two uh, and Tank. Stupid old Andy. And I'm at Alistair TB. And Alistair, you have a show coming up at the Fringe Festival? Yeah, it's called Going uh, Going Havies. <laughs> no, uh, no Alan, Alan, Matt, Go Havies. <laughs> and it's at the Melbourne Fringe. And uh, look, hey, I'm just going to say this. I know we're already promoting a lot, but I'm starting up a Patreon. And if people want to look it up, we don't have currently any idea... It's just to support the pa- it's just to support, support the podcast. Support the podcast. Al started a Patreon. Someone suggested it. One Somebody, of you listeners suggested yeah. that we start a Patreon. And said you would support it if we did and, it. And so I, Alistair has really taken that to heart. Yeah, I've taken it to heart. I wanted so, to do it for the hundredth episode, but he he slapped me in the face. Yeah, he said, yeah. "No, let's do it." So now. I'm going to start it, and then I don't think if, I don't know if the link will be in this next episode, but <laughs> but maybe in the few one few one. But if look if if you just want to support us as is and just throw spare change at us, you could probably. Find the Patreon. If yeah, you really it'll try. probably be two in tank, probably. <laughs> that is the worst plug of all we'll time. We'll get back to you. MVMT.com forward slash think tank. And yeah. we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 